Hello. Yeah. So uh, today I would like us to discuss about something really, really amazing. I mean, like, uh, it's something um, the spirit has um, showed me clearly. You know, today, even though I've been reading it, you know, like many times I've been reading this. But it has never made sense like it did today. So I, I'm sure we're gonna enjoy this. Um, when we read uh, the book of Genesis, chapter two, verses um, from verses um, fifteen, yeah. Genesis two fifteen is, is the word says, <coughs> and the Lord. God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. That's also something else. He put him to dress the garden and to keep it. He did not put him in the garden for him to um, struggle to make it grow, to make it, uh, you know, to... He, he did not struggle he, he, he didn't have that in the in the first place in his mind for man to struggle for man to you know uh, to, to find it hard to leave he, it's like he made everything and he placed him there and said multiply replenish and what that that is seen in uh, chapter uh, chapter one of Genesis verses. 28 he said and blessed them man and woman after he had created them and he said be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it those were the three things i mean um about four things that god asked a man to do in the first place beginning the beginning of man for God's, uh, in God's mind, was just for man to be fruitful, to multiply, and to replenish the earth and subdue it, take over it, have dominion over it, fill it, have power over the earth. You see, it was never in the mind of God for man to serve the earth struggle to live in like on earth no but what do we see today we see man struggling to to live on earth you see man planting um, crops and some seasons fail him other seasons benefit him but what did really what was the mind of god because if you want to cure something you go to its very beginning what was the plan of god for man in the very beginning what was it those those four things i said in uh, genesis 1 and also in genesis 2 15 yeah god never made man to ever struggle at all he never had that uh, in his mind as he was creating man so yeah basically this is what god made man for in his mind that was the vision of god for man 
So, was God's mind for man ever against him? Ever against his prosperity? Ever against his joy? Ever against his, his peace? No. Why? Because Genesis 1, 28 tells exactly what was in God's heart and on his mind as he was creating. Because you see, creation came before formation in verse chapter 2. Chapter 2 was the formation of man. And there are things he considered um, for man. He, he, uh, during the formation, and there are things he, he, he considered for him during his creation. But creation came before formation. So what, what, what was really uh, important to God? What he spoke to him during creation? Because the creative part of God is is what comes before the formation and that's how it should be for us creation is before formation don't think things will come about before you speak them or create them by the word of god in the spirit right god did not give you the word he says faith is a substance of things hoped for substance another word for substance is the material so faith which comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god in romans uh, um 10 17 says Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We understand that faith is the substance in Hebrews 11.1. 1, of things hoped for and, and the evidence of things we see. What is the substance? The other one is material. And we see that that material, which is faith, that substance comes by hearing and by hearing by the word of God. We understand that. And when you go to verse 3 of Hebrews 11, he says, And by faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. You see, this material God gives you, which comes by hearing, by the word of God. As you're in the word, there's a hearing you're expected to carry because you're in the word. It's not the hearing by other things, but it's hearing by the word of God. You don't, that material does not come by you hearing by other things, but hearing by the but as you're in the word, there's the way the word causes you to hear. There's the hearing by the word. As you are in the word, you hear. There's a hearing that comes thereby. And that is the same hearing that creates that faith in you. The faith is already there because you are a son of God. When you receive Christ, you become a son of God. And the Holy Spirit comes and resides in you. So you are born of faith because you've believed that same faith that caused you that you began with by believing on Christ and him coming to your life is the same faith that births every other you know the faith of, of, of the son when he comes in you he becomes your faith so you believe him firstly he comes into you and now it ceases to be your faith but the faith of the son so that's why that's what Paul says that we live by the faith of the son so when you believed, first believed, it was you believing that was your faith that got you, got you, you know, connected to Christ. But when Christ came into you, you start living by His faith. What do we um, understand by this? As you are in the Word, the hearing by the Word causes that faith, which is all the Son of God in you, to be activated understand even if he is in you but you're still carrying that flesh that form in genesis 2 
by seed. That's why the instructions given to Genesis, the man in Genesis 1, 28, are different from the instructions given to the man in Genesis 2, 15. Let me go back in Genesis 1, 28. He said, And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful. This was the man of Genesis 1, 28, the one that was created. And we understood that creation comes before formation. So, to the man that was created, he said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Rather, have dominion over it, of the fish of the sea, of the fall of the air, and over every living thing upon the earth. He, like, he, um, precisely he, what he did was giving him dominion over everything. He told him because in twenty, in in, in twenty six we understand that God said, "Let us make man in our own image, after our likeness." Because he, uh, we will let them have dominion over. You see, because there's full colon after our likeness. It means man has full. You know what does it mean? He was gonna explain. Uh, what he meant by have being after our likeness. And then he said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. You see? So in the creation part, God's mind for man was that he becomes like them. He lives after their likeness. He lives just like them, having dominion over all the animals, all the things, all everything that God had met with his hands. You know? He wanted him to have dominion over everything upon the earth. So yeah, that was God speaking to the man he created. Man and woman actually, yeah? And then when you go to chapter 2 of Genesis, verse 15, he says, And let and the Lord took uh, the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it take care of your garden yeah and then he went on and said and the lord commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die (laughs) so friends you see clearly this wasn't said anywhere 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 to the man that God had created in chapter 1 of Genesis but we find this after saying you know how do I know that he had formed him the man in chapter 2 is formed and the man in chapter 1 is is created Uh, chapter 2 of Genesis verses 7 said and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul how do we know that the man in chapter 1 was created <laughs> um, Genesis 1 27 said so God created man in his own image in the image of God created he him male and female created he them you see, 27 tells us 
he created man in his own image in his own likeness but in genesis 2:17 we, we find that he the lord formed man formed man of the dust of the ground so you see that two two different things that happen in in creating he created him with power like a god like himself in forming he made him out of dust and afterwards in verses 17 he told him he gave him instructions that he never gave the created man what does this tell us the creation you know is different from the formation firstly you should understand that yes because you have Christ in you he can never be active if you are moving by the formed man because by the formed man the things when you walk according to the formed man you're carnal but when you walk according to the created man you are spiritual because the creation we understood that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god and faith is the substance the material of things hoped for and um, the evidence of things not seen and we understood that that same faith that material which comes by hearing which comes by the word of god is the same thing that in hebrews 11 3 we see that that um by faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of god meaning it's that same material which comes by hearing by the word of god that framed that framed the world okay let's let's get to it let's get to it um Hebrews 11 verses 3 alright he says through faith we understand that the world the world world were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made are not made were not made by the things which do appear but that's the material that's the material that comes by the hearing that comes by hearing by the word of God hearing by the word of God hearing as you're in the word of God there's a hearing that comes and that hearing that comes by the word of God is the one that creates that material and when that material is there you are able to frame to create your world to understand that what is seen was not made by what does appear what does this tell us you can never have a physical manifestation of something you've never created and you can never expect something you have never created if you want to live your life peter says it clearly you want to live a good life if you want to enjoy a good life if you love your life i mean if you love a good life if you would want to enjoy and have good days on earth what does he say in first peter 3 um verses 10 what does he say for he that will live life and see good days let him refrain his tongue 
from evil and his lips that they speak no guile okay that's something as a takeover if you want to see good days learn to refrain your tongue from evil and your lips that they may speak no guile what do i mean if you want to enjoy the, the life um the good life that God has created for you. He said, he said it in Genesis 1, 28. He said something beautiful. He said, um, he said, um, he created man to have dominion over everything. Subdue it, to have dominion, to subdue, to, 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 um, to, 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 to be over everything he had met. He never had it in mind at any one single day to be above, you know, to, for man to be to be uh, a servant, you know, uh, to serve the earth, to 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 to, to sweat for him, for for him to have good um, fruit and to have good. Uh, production from what he does on earth he never had that in mind he never had that if you want to deal with something go straight to its very beginning if you want to deal with poverty go to the to to the root 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 cause of everything what came what when did poverty come when did he pronounce it on man in the very beginning of his making of his creation he never said that. He never even said it in the beginning, in the formation of man. Yeah. But what came was after the fall of man in Genesis 3. When he had fallen from grace, when he had fallen from the presence of God, he became naked. When you're naked, there are glories that leave you right because you're exposed there's a certain glory that leaves you isn't it so the glory of dominion left man when he left the presence and therefore became naked so poverty all these things we see you find someone having to work so hard so that he can get something you know, and even what he gets is not enough. That is never and was never in the mind of God. But when we receive Christ, we take on a new form and we are made the righteousness of God. And that fallenness of the nature that we had carried because of what Adam, the first Adam had done, leaves us. Yes, we're still in the form of the first man, but we are recreated. <laughs> oh my god we are recreating in the image of god you know through christ what does this mean it means that's why he says paul says that um the flesh is an enmity to the spirit so if you are walking by the flesh you are surely walking against the spirit so what do i mean walking in the spirit walk in in a you know conscious of conscious of and in agreement with every word that God has spoken upon your life that is walking 
agreeably with the spirit with the word of god because the word of god is spirit and it's true so that's how you will be walking in the recreated image of christ and the blessing that god has spoke had spoken upon the first man in the created na- uh, nature of him to have dominion over everything will surely follow you because you will be walking in the mind of a created recreated being in christ everything will come to you that's why he says i've given you all things because you no longer have to walking after the old nature human nature but you're walking after the recreated nature of a child of god Thank you.